Today is a beautiful Sunday morning on July 10, 2022. I am Gian, the founding pastor of Victory Church. And from Odessa, Texas, I say hello to you. Our service of this morning is the conclusion of this topic, New World Order, part number four. This is the worship service 298. And from Odessa, Texas, we invite you to obtain, to get the bulletin. You can go to the website, bchurch.us, look for the tab bulletins. And from there, you can download the text, the PDF file, where you can find all the scriptures that we are going to talk about. If you are watching in the comfort of your home in a big TV, grab your phone, open the camera, point towards the QR code, and then you will be able to download your PDF file as well. We want to thank you, dear friends. As usual, you are so loving and generous with the Lord, with the church. If you are interested in helping our ministry, you can go to thechurch.us forward slash give. Or simply, you can send a text message if you are here in the U.S., 432-268-0007. That's the way to help this ministry. And we thank you for your support, especially to my dear, beautiful church members. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Tracy, for the music. Thank you, Sebastian. And thank you to our IT team helping us to take this broadcast everywhere in the world. That's right. New World Order, part number four. If you remember on this series, we have studied the purpose of God's word, the timing of the God's prophecy. We studied the signs last Sunday, and today we are going to reflect on key players. If you want to know what's in each one of these messages, it's very simple. You just go to the website, vchurch.us, and then you will be able to find each one of these messages, worship services, and that will be that will be a good way to study with us what is all these things related with the new world order. So today we are going to talk about the key players. And there are several, they are listed here on the screen for you, but uh, we are going to go one at a time. So Let's start with the first one, the key player that we called the church. Revelation chapter 7, verses 9 through 10, and we read all these scriptures in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. From the easy-to-read version, we read, and the scripture says, I looked, and there was a large crowd of people. There were too many people that no one could count them all. They were from every nation, tribe, race of people, and language of the earth. They were standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They all wore white robes and had palm branches in their hands. They shouted loudly, Victory belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. That is the glorious moment that you, my dear brother, Sister in the Lord Jesus Christ, are, is you are going to experience that as well, I will. In the name of Jesus, we, the church, will be celebrating the glorious victory of our Lord God. Revelations chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. Those are the scriptures that I just shared with you. You know, you are here talking about the believers. Believers like you and I. Sometimes in the scripture, there is a reference about the believers as the body of Christ. In other passages, you find that reference as the bride. Also, in some other sections of the scriptures, we are called as the people of God, the chosen ones. Isn't it beautiful? It is. The, the scripture here declares that we will be wearing white robes. And that is possible because of the red blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Of course, if we are there, whenever we are there, it's because the church already experienced what we call the rapture. And all together we will say, victory belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. That is the first key player that I want to show you today. 
the church, the bride, the body of Christ, the chosen one, the people of God, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, we, the believers, we will celebrate the victory of our Lord, God Almighty. That's the one key player. Now, if you're thinking, well, but when is going to happen? How this will happen? We have a study that referred to the previous episodes to understand more about it. The point is the rapture has happened at this point and we are there celebrating the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I will be in a couple of weeks presenting to you a message that has to do with the different scenarios that Revelation chapter chapters 1 and 2 talk about the church in the seven churches. I invite you to keep an eye on what we are releasing here because you're going to enjoy it. Now, let's go to the next key player, which is Israel. In Romans 11, chapter 11 and verse 12, it says, Their mistake brought rich blessings to the world. And what they lost brought rich blessings to the non-Jewish people. So surely the world will get much richer blessings when enough Jews become the kind of people God wants. You know that every person that has access today to the internet is able to hear, to listen the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody can do that. You don't need to be savvy in computers or have special sophisticated devices or super fast internet just to read what is the story behind the Bible? What is the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ? All nations and all over the world from all type of races and religions, they will be able to read, listen to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. You have the same opportunity. Whether you are Jewish or not, whatever the race you are, everyone in the world has the same opportunity. You have that opportunity. Well, there is no difference with Israel. If you think a little bit more about this, you are like Israel. <laughs> I am like Israel. All of us. Why? Because we have the opportunity to listen. It is up to you. What are you going to do with the message of our Lord Jesus Christ? The Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord Jesus, was 100% Jewish. He came to his people, but his people didn't want to have anything to do with him. But us, we that are blessed by hearing the preaching of the gospel, we were willing to listen and to comprehend with our hearts that the truths of the Bible are the most fundamental truths to live on earth and also for our future in eternity. Israel has the same opportunity and eventually they will. Israel, like any other country, like any other group of people, like any other race, like any other individual, if they refuse that Jesus is the Messiah, they themselves are making that decision. And of course, that decision is going to bring consequences. So far, the consequences are that everyone else that is not Jewish, but open their hearts and receive the forgiveness by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ is blessed. Israel has the same opportunity. That is another key player in all of this. The next key player is what we call them the sevens. Sevens because there are, there are seven things here listed on the screen for you in Revelation chapter 6 through 8. John, the author of the book of Revelation, talks about the seven seals. Then in the chapters 8 through 11, it's written about the seven trumpets. And later in the chapters 15, through 16, we find the seven angels, the plagues, and the bowls, the wrath of God. 
This is terrible. But those are key players in all this. The sevens. That part about these seven seals, trumpets, angels, plagues, bowls, and all this wrath of God is something that I don't think that you would like to be part of it. So just keep that in mind. The Lord God wants all of us to repent. Are you part of the kingdom of God already? But if you are curious, go ahead. Here are the chapters. You can go and study yourself everything that has to do with these seals, trumpets, and angels. Trust me, it's not funny. It's not fun. <laughs> but it's true. The next key players that I want to present to you are the ones that we call the two witnesses. And we read here in Revelations 11, verse 3, 7, and 11 through 12. The Lord said, I will give power to my two witnesses and they will prophesy for 1260 days, which is equivalent to 42 months, three and a half years. They will be dressed in sackcloth. Very characteristic of a prophet. For three and a half years, these two witnesses are going to come. And listen to this in verse 7. When the two witnesses have finished telling their message, the beast will fight against them, defeat and kill them. But now, continue reading in verses 11 and 12. After three and a half days, God let life enter the two witnesses again. They stood on their feet. All those who saw them were filled with fear. Then the two witnesses heard the loud voice from heaven say, Come up here. And both of them went up into heaven in a cloud. Their enemies watched them go. These two key players are tremendous, tremendous witnesses from the Lord. Now, if you think, what is what a witness, though? Well, the witness provide a testimony, as you know. They tell what they have witnessed, what they have seen, what they have experienced. Well, those two witnesses are going to provide a testimony, a testimony of things that they have seen, they have heard, that they know. Also, a witness will confirm evidence or not of whatever is being presented in this sort of accusation. But at the same time, a witness will validate arguments or not. It's something like you and I. You and I can be today a witness for the Lord. We can provide a testimony. You can confirm evidences of God in your life, in your, in your existence, in your heart, in your body, in your family, in your finances. You can confirm and validate arguments that the scripture talks about God's character. Now, these two witnesses, they tell a message with power. Unfortunately, they will be killed, but the great news is that they will come back to life and went up to heaven. Those are the next key players that I wanted to show you. Now, let's go to the next ones. These other ones are the ones that we call them the woman and the dragon. Revelation chapter 12 talks about this too. And in the verses 9, and also in Revelation 22, here we read that the, this giant dragon is that old snake, the one called the devil or Satan, who leads the whole world into the wrong way. These are the woman and the dragon. I want you to know that some groups, they, they say that this woman is Mary. That is a wrong way of seeing this woman. That is a, as an impossibility. The second uh, bad view about this woman is that they consider that some are founders of religions currently in our era. And some other groups, they say that this woman is, is the church. Those three angles are not the right angle 
And it's very simple to understand because it has to be Israel. Israel, like in the dreams of Joseph in the chapter 37 of the book of Genesis, talks about the moon and the stars and the sun, the 12 of them. But one thing that you need to know is that in this context that we read before, there is a lot of hatred against this woman, against the witnesses. And, uh, you know, it's bad because Satan hates the truth. Satan hates the witnessing. Hates, actually, Satan hates, hates you. So this is part of what you have to comprehend about this woman and this dragon. It's real, this dragon, and he is not playing games with anybody. So watch out. You need to be covered. You need to be in the right place to fight this battle with the power of God, under the protection of God. Because as we, as we know, this dragon comes with power. So now we are going to read a little bit farther here, deeper into this dragon and this beast coming from the sea, which is the next key player that I present to you. And this comes in the, from the chapter 13 in the book of Revelations, and I read this for you. I saw a beast coming up out of the sea. It had ten horns and seven heads. Imagine that. People worship the dragon because it had given its power to the beast. They asked, who is as powerful as the beast? Who can make war against it? The beast was allowed to boast and speak insult, insults against God. It was allowed to use its power for 42 months, which is three and a half years. This beast. Some people want to say that necessarily the beast, it's an individual but not necessarily will be because there is a possibility that this beast could be simply an entity, an entity like a formal organization. Of course, it could be an individual, but also it could be a system. The point is that whichever is this entity is intimately linked to Satan and God allowed this beast to exercise power upon humans during three and a half years. That's not fun. It's not going to be good for anybody. Let's continue reading. What is the next key player? Now this is a beast, but coming from the earth. The reading comes from Revelations 13, 11, 12, 14, and 16. And let's read it. I saw another beast coming up out of the earth. This beast stood before the first beast and used the same power the first beast had. He used this power to make everyone living on earth, listen to this, worship the first beast. The second beast fooled the people living on earth by using their miracles that he had been given the power to do for the first beast. He ordered people to make an idol, are you listening? He ordered people to make an idol to honor the first beast. The second beast was given power to give life to the idol of the first beast. Then the idol could speak and order all those who did not worship it to be killed. The second beast also forced all people to have a mark. No one could buy or sell without it. I want you to know that Satan wants admiration. And in order to do that, he will make all sorts of false miracles. Because his, in, his in, intention is to obtain adoration and worship. Like if he was God. The funny thing about that is that because he's a liar and he's always trying to emulate God, 
you know what? He says, I'm gonna create something to control the people so they will be under the mark of the beast. And no one will be able to purchase anything. Everyone has to have that mark in order to subside all their needs, in order to do commerce, in order to purchase everything. They have to have that mark. We talk much more about this in previous episodes. But what is interesting, and I want you to see this, is that how, how, how little creativity and how little original he is, that he has to try to emulate this mark. And do you know why I say this? Because you know that the Holy Spirit is our seal of salvation. It's a mark of a believer. We do have a mark, the seal, the stamp of the Holy Spirit. And that is the true mark that we need to possess. The stamp of the Holy Spirit in our hearts. And you wonder, how can I get it? You just open your heart to receive the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. Repent for your sins and say, Lord, I need you. I want to be part of your kingdom. Everyone who confesses his sins and is able to believe that Jesus is the Son of God will receive the forgiveness of his sins. Anybody, regardless race, nationality, age, which part of the world you are. But you see how tricky he is, right? He's a liar. Don't believe him. He's a liar. It's all that he does. Let's go to the next key player. It is the one that we call the Antichrist. The reading comes from 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3, 4, and 9, 12. When the man of evil appears, the one who belongs to hell, will stand against and put himself above everything that people worship or think is worthy of worship. He will even go into God's temple and sit there claiming that he is God. He will use every kind of evil to fool those who are lost. They are lost. Why? Because they refused to love the truth and be saved. They will all be condemned because they did not believe the truth and because they enjoyed doing evil. So these key players are messing with people, but to what degree is all his fault? This Antichrist, the first beast, the dragon, the second beast, to what degree is only their fault? You know, people love the idea of doing what is wrong. You know, Antichrist means against Jesus. So listen carefully, my friend. Anyone who refuses to believe the Bible, anyone who is against the church, anybody that is against God, anybody that is against the Holy Spirit, anybody that is against the truth and against the love, they are against Jesus. Anyone who is against Jesus possess the Antichrist demon is part of this force, demonic force. So, two questions here for you. The first one is, are you part of the Antichrist demonic forces? Are you against the Bible, the church, God, the Holy Spirit, the truth, love, and Jesus? I hope that's not your case. But if you are, you need to repent. Because it's not going to be good for you. You will hear in the following minutes what is what will happen to those entities and everyone that is an evildoer. But the first question again is, is you, are you one of those who refuses to believe Believe in the Bible, believe God, believe in the church, believe in the Holy Spirit, believe in the truth, believe in the love, and believe in the Lord Jesus. Are you? Now, if you say, no, no, I'm not against any of those. No one. Actually, I believe. Second question is, 
Are you listening to people that refuse to believe that? Because if you are listening and following individuals that they are anti-Christ, well, it's like if you are hanging out with someone that is eating too much garlic, they stink. Too much onions, the smell in their breath. Well, the same thing is with the spirituality, my friend. Wake up. You don't want to be hanging out with people that are part of the Antichrist. I don't think you want that. Now, let's move to the next key player, which is Babylon. This is related in Revelation chapter 18, verses 2 and 3. Listen to this. The angel shouted with a powerful voice. She is destroyed. The great city of Babylon is destroyed. She has become a home for demons, a place for every unclean spirit to live, filled with all kinds of unclean birds, a place where every unclean and hated animal lives. All the peoples of the earth have drunk the wine of her sexual sin and of God's anger. The rulers of the earth sinned sexually with her, and the merchants of the world grew rich from the great wealth of her luxury. Babylon. You know, evil is just growing. We see the evil. It's expanding. But at this point, what we just read, evil is in its full expansion. But I want you to hear the good news. Evil will come to an end. Yes, my friend, evil will cease to exist at some point. That's why we need to continue reading because the scripture gives us the answers to all this. Now, let me present to you the next, the next key players, which are the false prophet with the beast in the lake of fire. This is related in... Revelation 19, verses 19 to 20. I saw the beast and the rulers of the earth. Their armies were gathered together to make war against the rider on the white horse and his army, the Lord Jesus. But the beast was captured. And the false prophet was also captured. He was the one who did the miracles for the beast. He had used these miracles to trick those who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its idol. The false prophet and the beast were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. The Lord Jesus himself defeats the powers of evil. But it's so clear here that the lake of fire is the place destined for the punishment of, of those who do what is horrible, like the beast and the false prophet. There is a place that we now are learning in the scripture that exists and is going to be the destination for all kind of evil and entities and individuals that participate in this kind of evil things. Let's go to the next key player. This one actually is not totally a bad key player. It is about individuals that for some reason are not in heaven yet. And I want you to see this. You remember we talk about the church. We talk about the church rejoicing with the Lord. But for some reason there are individuals here in this part of the futuristic history of humankind, they are not necessarily in heaven at this point. And this is what John tells us in Revelation 24. Then I saw some thrones and people sitting on them. These were the ones who had been given the power to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been killed because they were faithful Faithful to the truth of Jesus and the message from God. They did not worship the beast or its idol. They did not receive the mark of the beast on their foreheads or in their hands. They came back to life. 
and ruled with our Lord Jesus Christ for a thousand years. There is a season, there is a moment, a millennium, where the Lord Jesus is reigning, and there in that moment, in that place and time, in space, those faithful people will be with the Lord. People that were faithful to the truth of Jesus. They said, we believe in Jesus, and we refuse to worship anything else other than the Lord Jesus. They kept faithful to the message of God, the message of love and honesty, the message that we have read and we have available in our, in our Bibles, the message of God that came through the Lord Jesus Christ from Jewish inheritance, through all these prophecies written about him, and of course, wonderful heroes in, on the faith, in the faith, in the kingdom, for Israel, and in the church. Those faithful ones, they were faithful to that message of God. They were faithful to the truth of Jesus. And they refused to worship the beast and the idol. But there is something else that happened to them. They were killed, indeed. And one of the reasons was because they did not receive the mark of the beast. Now here in this momentum that is called the millennium, 1,000 years, here they are with the Lord Jesus Christ. Interesting. Now, what happens after those 1,000 years? Here's the next key player. Are you ready for this? It's Satan. After those 1,000 years, the reading is in Revelation 20, verses 7 to 10. When the 1,000 years are ended, Satan will be made free from his prison. Because, of course, he was put into prison before that. We'll go out. He will try to trick the nations and all the earth to gather the people for battle. <laughs> there will be more people than anyone can count like sand on the seashore, Satan's army march across the earth and gather around the camp of God's people and the city that God loves. But fire came down from heaven and destroyed Satan's army. And he was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur with the beast and the false prophet. They, there they would be tortured day and night forever and ever. You know, my friend, Satan will make a final attempt after this 1,000 year. He will try, but the good news is that he will be defeated by God. He will. And the wonderful news about it is that Satan, the beast, and the false prophet, they will end up in the lake of fire. It's where they belong. But this is not it. There is still more. You want to know about it? Yes. Now we have the other key players, which are death, Hades, and unsaved people thrown into the lake of fire. So let's read in Revelation 20, verses 14 through 15. Death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This lake of fire is the second death. Listen to this carefully. And anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. That is sad. But let's go first to the, the thing that is really, really inspirational to read about death and Hades being thrown into the lake of fire. Death as the power that exists to kill people. Hate is as hell where evil dwells. Both. Do you realize that? Both. Death and Hades. Hell. All that thrown by God into the lake of fire. No more power. No more control upon my people, the Lord says. It's done. No more. I'm victorious, says the Lord. And you guys, 
you are going to be with the false prophet Satan and the beast. I don't want I don't want to hear about you. I don't want to see you ever again. That is the final decision that your Lord God has for you. However, however, my friend, unsaved people who refuse to believe the gospel that Jesus is the Son of God, their names will not be found into the book of life. That is why it's essential that you get to know the gospel, get to understand it's not religion. It is good news. The good news that the Lord gave his life for you. The good news that he loves you. He loved you back then by going through Calvary, paying the price of your salvation, and by receiving that gift, you are entitled to have eternal life in the name of Jesus. It's the name above all names, but the powers of the Antichrist are present constantly, pushing people to say, don't believe that, don't believe that. What are you going to do, my friend? You know, the same author of Revelation in his second letter, in the chapter one, verse seven, he says, many false teachers are in the world now. And they refuse to say that Jesus Christ came to earth and became a man. Anyone who refuses to accept this fact is a deceiver, a false teacher, an antichrist. Wherever you are today, it doesn't matter in which part of the world you are. You need to make sure that you are not going to be part of this Antichrist. You can't afford being outside of the kingdom of God, my friend. You can't afford to do that. It is your time now. Run away from the Antichrist's forces, demons, confusion, deceivers, and liars. You don't want to be part of that. You already read it with me. You already heard me. So now these scriptures are available. Download the bulletin. They are printed there for you in the PDF. This is the word of God. These are true facts. And your life, your future, your eternity, and the life of your family, their future and their eternity relies on your, a, your capability and willingness to surrender to God for real and see the greatness of the Holy Spirit in your life, which right now is upon you. The Holy Spirit is upon you and is trying to show you the truths of this message. And when you are able, my friend, to open your heart to these truths, the miracle happens. Suddenly you will receive faith to believe because these scriptures are real. This is the word of God, the one true God, the one who reigns for real. The eternal God of the past, the present, and the future is a God for all nations, is a God for all nationalities, is a God that loves you, the God Almighty. That anointing of the Holy Spirit is upon you, just trying to break the walls, you understand? Breaking the walls of lack of faith. Because you must believe that Jesus loves you. The Lord has the power not just to bring you into the kingdom and give you eternal life, but also to heal you. And you can experience this right now. Many oppressions that are in your life are the result of the forces of evil trying to attack you. And you must run away from that just by opening your heart and letting the power of the Holy Spirit come inside of you. You know, there is a beautiful scripture, John 3, 16. It's a beautiful promise. You know what is the only requirement 
in the eyes of the Lord? To believe is the only requirement, my friend. The only one. Do you realize that, friend? Do you realize this? That you are not being asked to do anything but just believe? Believe the scriptures. Believe in God. Believe in the Bible. Believe in the Holy Spirit. Believe in Jesus. Believe in the Trinity of God. Believe that He loves you. Believe. The story of creation narrated in Genesis. Believe the story of the Gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John talking about the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Believe in the book of Acts telling how is the beginning of this, the church. Believe in the New Testament telling us the doctrines of the church. And believe in the prophecy of Revelation talking about the end of times. You can believe all that if you start by believing that Jesus is the Son of God. God loved the world so much that He gave His only Son so that everyone who believes in Him will not be lost, but have eternal life. Say it with me. I believe, Lord God. I don't understand this. Say it. Lord God, I don't understand this. This is totally new to me. I don't get it. I'm not part of that nation. I'm not, I'm not part of this other nation. I'm not, their, I'm not part of their race. I don't get it. Say it. I don't get it. But somehow I believe it. Somehow I believe it. Wherever you are in the world, Wherever you are in time, believe it because it's true. And that will sustain you for the rest of your life. I want to thank you for your time here with me today. I want to thank you because it's wonderful to have friends like you. This was the message New World Order Part 4 on today, July 10, 2022. From Odessa, Texas, our worship service 298. What if you, my friend, share this message with your friends? You can just share with your friends the website that you see on the screen, vchurch.us. And there you will find all kind of materials that will help you increase your faith. Thank you so much for being here with us. And I invite you for our following Sunday, July 17th, our worship service, 299, the final victory of God. You will love to hear this wonderful story and the details of the victory, the final victory of our Lord God Almighty. Amen. Thank you so much for being here, and I wish you a beautiful rest of your day. Good morning. Let me invite you to download or install Gian TV, which is our Roku channel. If you have a Roku TV or a Roku device, don't hesitate to install this free, absolutely free Roku channel. You will be able to watch wonderful videos, all the categories that we have here. So go to search channels, search for Gian TV, and then hit install. Don't forget to give us a five stars if you like our videos. Thank you so much for watching. By Giancarlo Vicitoro. I know you have suffered, but what if you would have never met your mom because she died giving birth to you? That's the beginning of Simon's story. Then Simon's father died when he was only 15 years old. He was sent to a foster home where he was bullied, humiliated, and there was no one to protect him. But Simon decided to find a way to get his revenge by studying and becoming good at sports. He won a scholarship, and soon he started his own business, Simon Yardwork. Mean people were envious of his success, but one day, Simon met and fell in love with Jackie. They were happy until the FBI arrested Simon due to clues that incriminated him with several murdered people. Will Simon end up in prison? Don't miss the outcome of this story 
The Best Revenge, the musical that will inspire everyone to pay good for evil. Go to mygiancarlo.com to purchase The Best Revenge on audio and video. Playing 
Like the ocean wants the moon, like the grass needs the rain, come and take my pain away. How can somebody fix my heart? My life is falling apart, if only there was somebody who sees that I'm not. Nobody, how can somebody fix my heart? My life is falling apart, if only there was somebody who sees that I'm not. Nobody, sing to me a love song again, fly me on your airplane. Start tonight, I need you badly in my life. It is absolutely amazing what I am feeling. Never before I experienced what you have done to me. I know that in the past, I didn't see things as I do now. But honestly, you have changed everything for me. And uh, I don't want to let it go. I don't want you to go anywhere. Stay here with me, by me. Because you make me feel alive. And I know that you love me, and I love you. I love you with all of my heart. I belong to you. You brought me a new life, a life that is absolutely profound, real, and true. I feel alive. You make me fly. I'm in the clouds, you make me alive This is my night, I'm gonna fight I feel the wind, I'm gonna win I feel alive, you make me fly I'm in the clouds, you make me alive Hey, 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 hey! That's all, that's all, that's all, folks. <laughs> Time to go home. <laughs> Ciao.